Welcome to A Walk In My Stilettos, where our goal is to help you walk in your greatness. I'm your host, Makini Smith. The purpose of this show is to inspire you to walk in your greatness. We have conversations with amazing women that are letting us take a walk in their stilettos so that we can continue to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. Today's guest... We have Jillian Danford, known as Auntie Jillian. She's a social media influencer with over 100,000 subscribers on a family-oriented lifestyle channel on YouTube. She has almost 70,000 Instagram supporters. She vlogs about family, lifestyle, positivity, and travel. And you can see more of her bubbly personality in commercials, television, and film. Please welcome to the show, Jillian, Auntie Jillian. Hello, thank you for having me. Where's the applause? Yay! Yay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and to share your story. And I'm sure there's so many women that will benefit from the gems of your life experience. Well, I'm sure that the the people that are listening, you is it predominantly women? Um, it is mainly women um, all over the globe. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to see that I am no different than them. And that's what the show was all about. Right. So thank you. Thank you so much. So I I love to start the show off by asking this question, because I mean, as women, especially women who are creatives and entrepreneurs, we have all these titles that we go by. But I believe that one of the most important titles is our name. So I'm going to ask you, Jillian, do you know what your name means? I think that my name has something to do with God. Mm-hmm. I think child of God, or I mean, I did I, from long time ago. I think I had back way back when I had looked up the meaning of my name, and I think it has something to do with God. Yeah, I, I googled it. It's a uh, child of the gods. So yes, okay. yes, you are. Okay, great. So See, that I am. Exactly. So that's what, you know, the point of me asking that question is because a lot of women don't really take into consideration the meaning of their names and who they end up becoming. So, you know, I think that it speaks to, you know, who you are as a person. Oh, thank you. I, I, I I think that more people, I would have thought more people would have looked up the meaning of their names. But It's uh, funny. There's a few people who actually didn't know the meaning of their names when they came on the show, but now they know. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's a so, good meaning it's a great meaning and I'm sure my parents they didn't know the meaning because it was my great grandmother who really named me and she is from the Scottish background so Gillian mm-hmm. was, was a popular name there and I guess come, hailing from Trinidad and my grandmother um, she migrated to Trinidad and the whole thing and the Scottish roots I suppose they wanted to bring over mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did how did you get the nickname Auntie? So okay, Auntie is from my niece, who is also a very popular vlogger. Her name is Latoya. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a substantial over two million followers. Her name is Latoya Forever. Mm-hmm. I am her auntie in real life. And a lot of the times with her vlogging, especially in the early years when she first started, a lot of her vlogging was over at my house. Okay. And, you know, we spent a lot of time together from she was born right up until now, even through her vlogging. So she mm-hmm. would call me, 
hey, Auntie Jillian, let's do this, or Auntie Jillian, what do you think about that? And I guess because she was calling me that, the viewers didn't know any different. Right. So they called me Auntie Jillian as well. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So before I get into all the vlogging questions, like what did you want to be when you're a little girl? I really didn't put much process. You know what? No, actually, when I was a little girl, I'd say about nine or 10, I wanted to be this movie star. I wanted, you know, a lot of little yep. girls preteen want to be movie stars. And because I watched a lot of TV, I watched back in my days, I'm probably going to give away my age, but there was a show called Good Times. And mm -hmm. I used to watch that show. Janet Jackson was on that show as a little girl. And <laughs> like, I want to do that. I want to be like her. I want to be a movie star. And of course, those were just dreams. And um, yeah, that's probably... Well, dreams, do. dreams do come true. I mean, you're doing commercials and television and film now. So dreams do come true. I was just going to say... Never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. And but... Saying that, I went to school and I did law and I ended up working at Superior Court, not as a lawyer, but as what you call a registrar. Um, and that sat in front of the judge, reading charges to people, asking them how they plead. I was like ruling the court. The whole acting thing, TV thing kept pulling at me. And I was always able to read and speak in front of lots of people and mm -hmm. live like i've you know reading to a jury about murder and i mean sometimes there's three and four hundred people in the courtroom and you're mm -hmm. having who's, who's going to be your jurors and asking the defense and asking the plaintiff and not that who who do they want and i'm conducting that whole thing so to me that was all a part of not acting but mm -hmm. it prepared me for what I'm doing now, which I never knew. Mm -hmm. So one day someone said to me, you know what? You're so great in person and speaking to people and you're fast, you're quick. There's a audition that I would love for you to go to, this person said, um, mm -hmm. to the shopping channel and everything on there is done live and we think you'd be great. So I said, oh my gosh, okay, well, at this point I'm 15 years working in the law field. Right. And I said, let me go to the audition. And I went to the audition and I got it right away. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were like, oh, yes, you're perfect. This is, oh my God. So I, I left the court, which I was trying not to do, but they were seeing me on the shopping channel. So I kind of had to. <laughs> I kind of had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, was that when you got into vlogging? So Latoya noticed that her audience was kept asking for me and, and we need to open a channel for Auntie Jillian to ask her some advice. And it so happened that if Latoya said something was black and it really was black, <laughs> I came in and I said, well, that's not black, that's red. Everybody would go, yes, Latoya, that's red. You don't know that Auntie's red. <laughs> so she opened me this channel and I was reluctant to start anything. And then I realized that there, first it started with email. There were hundreds and hundreds of youngsters writing to me about their personal issues, about their struggles in life and asking me for advice. Wow. 
And that's when I realized that a lot of these young people need help. They need an ear to listen to. They need guidance. They need someone to trust. Agreed. I totally agree. Yeah. They need mentors and they turn to me and I could not keep up. I <laughs> phone calls to people. I, so you know, it's unfortunate, but some people wrote to me and said that they were going to try and commit suicide. I picked up the phone and talked people out of it. Wow. I spoken to pregnant teenagers. I mean, I, I started thinking this is becoming a little much because I mean, sometimes at night I'm lying down and thinking if this was my daughter, okay, let me call mm-hmm. her back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we opened up a YouTube channel. And I said, let me just start some inspirational things with these kids. Mm -hmm. And what they really wanted to see, they were grateful for that, but they wanted to see my family and how it is we operate. Right. Yeah. I I think that's interesting because, I mean, I I came out of, you know, my introverted ways and started being more social on social media and and growing. And people are always in my inbox messaging. They want to see more videos with me and the family. They want to see more stuff with me and the kids. It's, you know, it makes them feel normal because they realize we're not perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole thing. They realize. And but what also they realize is that, wow, this is what it is to have a family. Mm Because, you know, Many of them might come from single parents, which isn't a bad thing because many people in my family are raising kids on their own. Mm-hmm. But I think that they like this unit of mm-hmm. mom, a dad, these two kids, and how are we going to work this out? And, a, and it becomes really comedic. Yes. <laughs> I'm from Trinidad. Warren is from Jamaica and we have these two Canadian kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we battle all the time and there's so many issues that come up and uh, half the time we're all laughing. I mean, and it, it, it helps them to see, you know, the, the comedy and the interaction and all those things. Because I think some people, when they see a social media personality, they assume that everything that they see in those pictures, like the highlight reel, like that one particular moment is their entire life. So yeah. for them to see the different sides of you, I, I'm sure they appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And so my what I like to say, the, the mantra is what they say, is my word is it's a real ting. Mm. And it really is a real thing. But because I'm putting a Caribbean twist to it, it's a real ting. That's right. And <laughs> I let them see that. Um, I sometimes keep the camera rolling on when my daughter, Milan, she gives an attitude to me <laughs> and I let it roll and I go, I'm not editing that out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them see. And when my husband's cooking, they're seeing the real deal. When my son's working and he's coming home, it's just everything, every scenario that you could think of. I'm being locked out of the house all the time. The, the fear <laughs> that I lose my keys. <laughs> <laughs> they know we're big foodies. They know that we love a lot of people over at our house. So they like to see who's coming in, who's who. They love to see all the different characters of everybody, you know. And but we're real. It's reality TV, but you know, you're not faking it for yeah, know, the, yeah, 
Yeah. You actually, you just inspired me because honestly, for the last few years, people have been asking for myself and my daughters to start a YouTube channel. And my, I still have to get rid of that paradigm that I have about being in front of a camera. But I'm always thinking, you know, my 17 year old, she's got a bit of a sharp tongue. Do I really want to have all of that on on YouTube? (laughs) So you just talked about your daughter, you know, being a little feisty and you keep the cameras rolling. So you've just inspired me. You've just inspired me. (laughs) Um, You know, the feistiness is what I wanted to really do when I started this is I love that the youngsters are watching and the young teens and them in their twenties, but Mm -hmm. I really wanted their moms Mm -hmm. or their dads. And now that the analytics show that I I've got their mom's attention. So when I go out, I, the mom and the daughter or whoever's there, they'll be going, Oh, hi auntie. And then the mom will come up, girl, (laughs) I can't imagine that when your husband did this and thing Well, my husband, and I'm like, this is this is great. This is what I wanted. I wanted the yes. moms and for us to conversate about these kids, about our husbands, and <laughs> it's and the relatability. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, and um, again, sorry. Go ahead. No, go on. I was going to say again. That's a main reason why I ask women to come on and share their authentic stories because it's social proving. So it lets other women feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this. You know, they can pick parts of your story that they can relate to and it helps them feel better about themselves and inspires them to to do more because they're thinking, oh, well, she's so successful. Her life must be perfect. Mm, No, (laughs) our life isn't perfect. We, we work through it. We work through it. And, And given this platform too, I feel like there's a lot of responsibility for me to keep it real, especially Mm -hmm. now in this social media world where a lot of the youngsters are thinking that what they're seeing on Instagram and social media about couples, um, and they say couple goals, these couple, Mm -hmm. look how they look and look how she looks all the time. And they're traveling and they're doing this. They've got the perfect house. They've got the perfect life. Mm -hmm. A lot of that is not true. People just put out what you, what they want for you to see, but you're not seeing the background. Those people are ripping each other apart. (laughs) And I'm not saying all of them, but uh, like, I just feel like I see a lot of fakeness that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of kids are being affected by wanting to look a certain way because this one looks a certain way. They're not looking like that getting up in the the morning. Exactly. Exactly. There's a team. There's a team behind. (laughs) They have our makeup artists, their hairstylists, their doctors. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. And, and kids are taking it to heart these days. And that's why you're hearing a lot about mental issues and kids Mm -hmm. that want to hurt themselves and they go through drastic surgeries and, because of all of what they see on social media. So I believe the more of us that are out there to ground them and mm-hmm. to let them see that this is a real life. If you were to see me, Makini, on sometimes when I'm vlogging, my hair is all over the place. <laughs> I have my head tie on about 90% of the time, so I get it. Right. And I mean... Outside, when you're ready to go out, you're looking great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one time I was editing in the backyard, and I thought that everybody was inside. I had didn't know that my son and my um, husband, they stepped out. 
I knew my husband was going to a concert, but I didn't know my son was going to meet him. And my daughter was at work and they locked me out. Oh, goodness. I was sitting editing in the backyard, in my pajamas, hair all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) And I put the camera and I went, oh my gosh, it's a real thing. I got to turn on the camera. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Trash. I was like, well, here we go. I just want you guys to know I'm locked out. This is how I look. And let's just, but they're so gracious. They really are my, and that's why I call them my lovelies. Mm. That's the name for them. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So do you, like, do you ever feel pressure to keep putting out content? I mean, even though it's just your life being recorded, do you, like, what keeps you consistent, even on the days when you don't feel like it? Well, the thing and the truth is lately, I haven't been as consistent because um, I, I got into film and commercials. And and by the way, this Auntie Jillian, they're going to be seven episodes on TV. Nice. So, yeah. So congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So that's a really huge deal. And it took a lot of it's taking a lot of my time. So I haven't been consistent. Whereas when I was doing three YouTube videos a week, then it went down to two. And now Mm -hmm. I'm doing one, but I've explained to them and I'm never going to give them up. And so I try to at least do one video a week. Gotcha. You know? Okay. So what advice would you give to someone who's looking to become a lifestyle vlogger? I would say if you want to become a vlogger right now, YouTube is going through a lot of changes, changes that are not favorable. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very hard nowadays to be a YouTuber. So they call them and to get subscribers because Mm -hmm. everybody is on YouTube now. Right. They changed the monetization. They changed a lot of things that would just frustrate anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, starting up, they first want you to have 10,000 views before you can get a penny. So, I mean, yeah, so it's really hard. Um, so what I my advice is do it for fun mm-hmm. and don't look for anything else. Okay. Because it's 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 nice to be on there and you could generate a nice community, but you're gonna have to have a lot of patience because it's it's a slow place to be right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Just just do it for fun. Right. Okay. So yeah. has has vlogging opened up any doors or opportunities for you that you didn't expect? Oh my gosh. I think that the timing was everything. Um yeah. I it opened up a lot because you never know who's watching. Right. That's the thing. And um I get I get pretty good views. And within those views, there's people that want me to do brand deals. They'll contact me. Hey, we saw you that you lost your glasses. We're a glasses company. We'll give you glasses if you did it, did it right? Mm-hmm. Um uh the agent that I have now, she's a fan of the show. And I, she got, she gets me out doing castings and auditions. And I mean, now this TV show, none of this would have happened if I didn't put my family and myself out there on YouTube, because I mean, getting a a TV show, they have to see something. They have to, 
you know, you just can't pop up and go, hey, look, I'm, we're this family and did it this. So, I mean, my YouTube channel was a way for them to say, oh, my gosh, can you imagine this family on TV doing da 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 So, yeah, those doors have really opened up for us in film and TV especially. That's, I guess that's what I was leading up to because, I mean, at first you didn't want to start the channel. LaToya started the channel for you. You built yeah. this community. You know, you got love from your lovelies. And yeah. you created this tribe and that opened up doors for you. And people always say, you know, I want to do this. Or I want to do that. But they don't realize that you actually have to put yourself out of your comfort zone to even get many of those things. You know, you oh, yeah. have your, your family experiences and you're filming all the time and you're not editing out your daughter being rude and stuff like that. So people, I just want them to hear that part to understand that you want doors open for you, then you need to put yourself out there. You got to put yourself out there and you can't, um, I sometimes pick and choose because there, there's things that I want to keep personal. Mm -hmm. and, but a lot of the times what you see is really what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And I think that the you putting yourself out there, you have to sort of be careful in a way too, because my daughter, for instance, Milan, she's not like the rest of us. We're mm -hmm. we're out. She's not one of those type of girls that like the attention. Right. So when she's in school, like her last year, her her, her two last years of high school, when everybody was watching, she was like. They're all looking at me in the hallway like if I'm some kind of ma um, Martian or alien. They're mm -hmm. all referring. And now she's in university because it's an international, social media is international. So you got right. people watching in Asia, Africa, wherever. And a lot of them come up here to go to school. So she goes to this university and she came home one day and she goes, I, I got to go on Instagram live. And I went, well, why? She goes, because all of them are looking at me at school. Like if I'm I, at this, she goes, I'm going to need to be homeschooled. And I'm thinking it's uh -huh. that. So when she went out there and she told people on her Instagram live, if you guys see me walking down the hall and she never said what school it, she went to, she mm -hmm. said, you know who you are. I don't bite. Just come and say hello. Right. And from the minute she said that, things started to change for her because she said, oh, my God, I went to school today. And they finally started to talk because they're all thinking that I'm untouchable. Right. And then she put that personal touch to it. Now everybody's cool with it and she's good. She doesn't yeah. feel any kind of way, but you really how, have. How, how old is your daughter now? She's 20 now. Okay. So. Mm hmm. I was going to say, so my, my 17 year old, um, I mean, she's on Instagram. She's, I don't even know. I think her numbers are, she's probably at like 250,000 or 270,000. Wow. She is not a very social person. So, you know, to be at school and everyone at school knows who you are. Teachers are coming up to her saying, yeah. you know, I saw you on Instagram. It was very awkward for her. Oh um, my it made her uncomfortable where you walking down the hall and you see two people whispering at each other and they're looking, right. but they're not saying anything. Right. So I, I can understand where your daughter's coming from. And so how does she combat that? Not being social like that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It, it gave her a lot of anxiety. So it's something mm -hmm. that, you know, is being dealt with now. Oh, geez. You see, and what does yeah. she do that? She has so many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, abs I'm going to say absolutely nothing. 
I mean, she's a pretty girl. She's unique looking. She has locks. She's fair skin. She's mixed with Trini and Jamaican. So, you know, she had dyed her locks like fire engine red. And that alone people would want to see. Exactly. So all the different hair accounts and all kinds of different brands were posting her and she just grew organically. And she was like, I I don't I don't know. I was going to say, it's not even like she's doing anything in particular to say, you know, she wants to vlog or any like we've tried to get her to start a YouTube channel. She's not interested. Oh, yeah. That's like my daughter. She's like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, I understand her and my daughter would get along well. Yeah. (laughs) But my daughter is grateful at the same time because she realizes that opportunities and doors have opened. And I mean, she's able to get brand deals on her own, but I always tell her, this by yours, I'm paving the door for you guys because mm-hmm. where you won't reach out to people, I have people that are, are watching and that will ask about you and you could do this in a proper way and elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. Even like if they want to go to, they're going to school. My son did marketing, all of this and him reaching out to people is a part of his job. Wow. You know, it can mm-hmm. help him. Right. So you got to mm-hmm. look at it. It could become a job. It's a marketing job. You can use it as a tool. Well, that's the arrow that we're in right now. Like some of the yeah. biggest markets to get into are social media marketing and affiliate yeah. marketing. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then so- at the same time we're moms. And we got to hear it from them too, because I'm not very good at the computer. (laughs) You you can edit a YouTube video, but you don't know how to do this. (laughs) Yeah, but you learned how to do that one thing. So, you know, you've perfected doing that one thing. I'm the same way. Like I, all my social media accounts, my kids started for me. I had no idea how to do certain things. I learned how to use it because of them. Now I can edit a podcast, but if you ask me to do something else on the computer, I look at you like you're speaking a different language. Yeah, me too. And I don't think they seem to understand. (laughs) I mean, I got a a new phone and I'm on there. You guys, how do you do this? How do you do that? And Mm -hmm. they're like, oh my God, write it down. But then when they come to me and they ask me a question about YouTube or editing, uh, I feel good because it's payback. They don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, okay. So speaking about, you know, your experiences and highlights and stuff, do you have any highlights or moments um, since you've been vlogging that you'll never forget? You know what I really, I think that will stay with me is just, I've become this advocate for youth. Mm-hmm. And I, the whole entire family, we were asked to host um, an opening of a 360 degree violence is what it's entitled. It's an, an initiative that um, um, it was a board that started it. Um, the president, her name is Jessica, and she got funding to help talk about violence and and real stories in the community that have happened to young people and to people in general, um, Mm -hmm. especially Black youth. So we hosted this thing at the Nike headquarters. And just to be at the Nike headquarters, where my son is a huge Nike fan, hosting this and speaking to someone that just came out of jail from murder. We were speaking to a girl that was sexually assaulted we were speaking to kids that were being bullied and we were the of of this 
360 violence. And we traveled around Ontario and met with different groups of people and would never have happened if we weren't on social media because they thought, you know what, who else but this family to Mm -hmm. do the hosting? And I just thought that was the greatest compliment ever. That's awesome. Yeah, that stayed with me. So, okay, being you know, life as a, a public figure <laughs> comes with many positives and negatives. How do you handle the internet trolls? Oh, I, I call them out. Okay. Does <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Trini in you? <laughs> listen, you know what? Yeah, the Trini in me, it's a real thing. I don't get a lot of trolls. Um, but there was one who was becoming very annoying Um And I called him out. I didn't call his name out, but he was doing some very nasty things and trying to trick me on social media. And every time he tried to trick me, I knew it was him. And uh, just a little bit of investigation. So I went on YouTube and I said, all right. So I um, I have somebody that's been trying to stalk me. And as a matter of fact, I know who you are. Mm. And I was speaking directly to him. And ever since that came out, it stopped. Because Good I said, for you. call you out. One more time you do this. Calling you out. Never again. Good, good. good. Never again. Good <laughs> to hear. Okay, yeah. so um, how, how many years have you been blogging? Um, This will be my fourth year. Oh, wow. Okay. One so my- four years, you're doing really well. You're building... What adversities have you had to overcome to get to where you are today? I feel that my community is not as helpful as the community outside of my community. Breaking it down. I don't think that my black community. (laughs) I understood what you meant. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I find that outside of the black community, it's the other side that wants to help me the most. I'm an ambassador for Porsche cars. Mm-hmm. They saw me do something with Volkswagen Canada. And they thought, what a family to come on board with us and to help us promote our cars. And, and they're so, they're great. They're believable, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it so happens that, you know, I got to drive the Porsche and do whatever and, you know, shout them out. They're great. And then I go to my community and ask for a costume for $600 costume mm-hmm. and they want my first son they want to draw blood <laughs> i get it you know what i mean i totally and, get it yeah they want a whole entire they want my life for something so small and i feel like what do I have to do to prove myself in my own community that I step out and all of, all of them are pulling at me and want to help. So I, it, I find that our community, we we don't stick together to help each other. mm -hmm. You know, it's always someone that's coming in and going, we're going to help you. Yep. I agree with you. We're all like that Makini, but I mean, I've gone through some real things just to get a $70 ticket to go. to. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. You know, it's unfortunate. Um, One of the things that I always say is go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Right. So if there's communities that are embracing you and supporting you and, and helping you to grow, 
that's where you need to focus your energy. And unfortunately, sometimes the communities that you were hoping to get the support from that are not supporting, they'll, they'll catch on eventually when they see that, you know, you're, you're thriving and you don't actually necessarily need their help. That's when they'll want to help. And I find there's a, there's a little bit of a turnaround I'm seeing now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just say life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you, how you do. Yes. I agree. I agree. that's that's my side of the story for that (laughs) totally agree with you so dealing with all of that um you know you deal with a lot of stuff how do you how do you stay grounded is there a routine that you have every day are there special things that you do on a regular to keep you sane yes now the self-care routine um i believe that exercise although i could exercise harder I do feel that some sort of physical activity is what helps me to stay grounded and to clear my mind as Mm. long as I'm sweating. And um, I exercise a lot in my kitchen while watching a program. Um, Not not Mm. a movie, I'm watching an exercise. Um, My niece exercise programs out and I do that. And um, yeah, and I love to go and do things like basketball or, you know, like sports and that. So that's okay. Yeah, it really does help with any sort of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, as for skincare and that, I can tell you that's one of my number one questions: is what do you do to keep your skin so clear? And I don't even see how people see me. Um, <laughs> so I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know. As you say that, I'm thinking of a story of my my grandmother, my father's mother back in in the day when she was alive. She was in a department store with my cousins and Mm -hmm. the cosmetic lady came up to her and said, oh, you know, you have such beautiful skin. You should try this stuff. What do you what do you normally use on your on your skin? My grandmother looked at her and said, Vaseline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vaseline is the best because I (laughs) <laughs> maybe it's a west indian thing that's funny it's a west indian thing and but i also love cocoa butter mm-hmm. i'm not i don't do the whole toners and clarifying this and that you know but mm-hmm. i do believe also that you should really never go to bed with makeup on mm-hmm. um always get that off of your face um definitely agree you know so there's no great skincare routine but exercise okay for sure will keep your body right. I totally agree. <laughs> It'll keep your body right and your mind tight. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I like that. That's a tweetable. I will be tweeting that later. <laughs> so I read this article that says that a woman's favorite type of shoe says a lot about her personality. So, I mean, it's, it's no surprise that my favorite type of shoe is a stiletto. But I'm going to ask you, Jillian, what is your favorite type of shoe is it a a boot is it a running shoe is it a heel a flip-flop a flat girl i am loving flats i like my flats my flats and if i have to wear any kind of heel i prefer it to be a platform i'm not good at like you mckinney and walking in them (laughs) girl there and i but i can't walk in them i wish i could (laughs) You know, but I, I'm not good at it. And I love, okay. yep, and I love boots. Okay, and so 
Let's start with the flats. They said, uh-huh. if you're someone who always turns to flats, we know that you work your butt off behind the scenes to ensure that there's always a perfectly finished product. Ooh. Mm. Well, that would be me. That's true. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I got to run around and I got to make sure to get there. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, so true. before we go to the final segment of the show, tell people where they can find you online so they can stay connected. So that's 45 minutes already. Um, <laughs> so the, the final segment's about five, 10 minutes, depending on how long you take to answer the questions. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So where can they find me on social media? If you go on Instagram, you can mm-hmm. find me at ask, A-S-K, A-U-N-T-I-E, and Jillian with a J. If you go on YouTube, it's the same, it's the same handle. Mm-hmm. And don't ask me for my um in my Facebook because right about now nobody wants to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I created two three accounts, one fan page, Jillian Cruz, it's called. I forgot the password to that. So I tried to open up another something, forgot the password. It's just yeah. <laughs> Just go on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> so, so what I'll what I'll do for them is I'll put the link to your Instagram and YouTube at the bottom of the podcast so they can just click and, and follow you right away. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so for the final segment of the show, um, I call it a walk in her stilettos where you just share general uh, reflection, inspiration from your walk. I ask mm-hmm. a couple of random questions and you just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, cool. All right. So first question, if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why? Well, I feel like that would be in Times Square. Mm-hmm. That's coming to me with a lot of people watching. And I think it would have to be like my family, myself and my family. Mm-hmm. Did you say, ask me that again. Am I supposed to be holding something? or? or? No, no, it's totally up to you. It could have anything on it um it's totally up to you yeah i'm gonna be i want to be Times square and it's gonna be all about ask auntie jillian and i'm gonna have flashes of myself and my family and extended family we're all gonna be up there love it i love it so um off air i will actually connect you to a girlfriend of mine i actually just had a billboard in Times square and um it was yeah it was uh february 1st for the launch of our couple's journal um campaign so it was myself and my partner so no i will way. so yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk after we'll talk after that's crazy <laughs> yeah that's amazing and you were right there to see it yeah we went down and we did a live we were on uh was it facebook or instagram live i can't even remember um when it came up and then we stayed down there and took some pictures it was minus 35 degrees outside so it was a little bit cold yeah but, um, yeah yeah, we went down to make sure we captured it. Oh, unbelievable. Because yeah. I, I saw my friend Maya, shameless Maya. She had something similar. And yes. she went down there to see it as well. Yeah, I but follow I'm her like, on Twitter. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. yeah. She's cool. Nice. Um, but I would like to be there in the summer when it's real hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a much better decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. So next question. Um, which one am I going to pick? Uh, name one of the most worthwhile investments you've ever made. And that could be money, time, energy. One of the worthwhile investments that I've ever made. And it doesn't have to be about money. Um, 
well, you know, this is going to sound really, um, what do they say? Sappy or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> coming back to my niece, Latoya, mm -hmm. investing the time with her kids. Mm. Because when you're a mom, as you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it just goes by so fast. Yes, really. it does. Driving up and down and sports and that. And now that my kids are grown and they're big and, and Latoya had um, her kids, just enjoying them and helping to raise them was mm. uh, just made my life, like it, it just showed me how wonderful it is to love people, yes. you know? And that yeah. I took my time and, and just enjoyed every minute with those kids. That's beautiful. So, life is precious. Yeah, life is precious. And I saw that through them. Mm. Because when you have your own kids, you're just going fast, 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 fast. Mm -hmm. Everything fast. And then just with these two, it was just it's um it was just amazing. So investing my time with Samia and Zayn was I love it. A great life lesson to me. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's see. I'll ask one or two more. Um, what new belief, behavior, or habit has improved your life in the last five years? I think that in the last five years, I've learned to become patient. Mm. I've learned that patience the, is really, it's really valuable and that nothing comes to you before it's time. Agreed. Agreed. When I was much younger, I thought that everything should just come like this. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I, what do you mean I can't have that? Blah, 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 blah. Now I just learned to breathe, take it all in, and just be patient. Mm, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. What failure has taught you the most about life? What, what <laughs> failure? It wasn't so much a failure, you know. But I could tell you, it taught me a lot in life. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they want to hear. Yeah. So when I was 16 years old, I grew up with something um, that's common. It's called scoliosis. Mm -hmm. And I had it really bad, but didn't know. I was doing mm -hmm. gymnastics and I was always sitting upright. And when I went for my physical, my doctor said, touch your toes. And I thought, well, he's just joking because I could do back handsprings. What do you mean touch my toes? Next thing you know, mm -hmm. I'm going in for emergency surgery a couple months later because I had a severe curvature of the spine. I had to stop gymnastics. They put rods down my spine. They wow. Had, yep. I had to go in a body cast. I had to be tutored at home. I um, came out of that and then I broke the rods at 19. I had fallen off some bed. Oh, <laughs> and they, yeah, they, replaced, they replaced the rods. And, you know, my, what I learned from that is that life can throw some curves, but it's mm -hmm. really how you handle it. People yes. used to stop me when I'd be in a bathing suit, whatever, and they why do you have that scar on your back? What's that scar on your back? And I learned in life because it really had me down, you know, growing oh, up wow. and being young and people asking me, I used to think, Oh my God, I can't show my back. Yeah. Because young people are cruel. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what happened to your back? I mean, virtual strangers would 
be asking me, what's mm-hmm. going on with your back? What's going on with your back? And I just learned from that, that it's really none of anybody's business. That's right. That's right. right. And that there's more to me than my circumstances. And so I really learned to accept the battle wounds mm-hmm. that I have. And, and, and I tell people that too, that so that meant that you went through a battle, but you, you're standing, you won. Yes, so exactly. I learned, yeah, so I learned from that setback that that isn't defining who I am in life. And now I don't care who looks. I don't <laughs> As old as I am, I'm wearing halter box and things now. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You know, and I'm like, you can look at me from the back and, and wonder because that isn't who I am. I, that scar doesn't define me. It, this, it defines my strength and yes. what I went through to overcome that. So yeah, that failure brought me strength. I, I think all of your gems just display you know, the confidence of who you really are. And yeah. it's, it's admirable. So thank you, Jillian, once again, for taking the time to join us. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It made me think. And that's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. and I just hope that you know, my story and what I'm doing, I, I hope that more people would be inspired from it and to just take the faith, take the leap of faith and mm-hmm. go out and do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that I timing, agree. if it doesn't work, it's don't be discouraged because timing is everything. Totally agree. Just because something doesn't happen right now doesn't mean it never will. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you once again, Jillian. I appreciate you. Thank you. To all my listeners, until next time, download the Awaka My Stilettos app and subscribe to our newsletter at awakamystilettos.com. And don't forget, rate the podcast on Apple. Subscribe. Leave a review. What did you think about Jillian's tips? What do you have to add to the conversation? Send us your feedback. We'd love to hear it. And continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos worthy of your calling.